It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Yes, welcome to the run home. Thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. A massive, huge welcome to all our listeners, whoever you're tuning in. SEN 1170 AM Sydney, SEN 1620 AM Gold Coast, SEN 693 AM Brisbane. Or if you're listening live on the SEN app, there's lots of people that do that. Or listeners who are directorially tuning in on the podcast. Directorally, Directorally, like that. that means belatedly. That means Lovely. you're a little bit tardy, you're a little bit late. Um, hello to those people who tuned in late. If you uh, want to download the podcast, you uh, download the SEN app at the App Store or Google Play Store. Subscribe to the Run Home Podcast at Apple, Spotify, or where all good po- podcasts are downloaded. I am the professor. It is not Joel and Fletch this afternoon. And... <laughs> In that other voice you heard sitting in the chair next to me is Andrew Barney Barnett. Andrew, how are you? I am excited to be here Friday afternoon. So much good sport around, so much to talk about. It's going to be fun. It is. And we are the captains of the Friday fun time. That's why they get us in. People are driving home. They want as much fun as they can possibly have. Now, if you want to get involved in the show... You can call us. There is now a sponsor for the call line, Barney, since you're in last. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. Lawn Hub call line, one 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Grow the best lawn in the street with Lawn Hub. Lawn Hub, one of the top three hubs on is the it? internet. What are the so, other ones? Uh, I believe uh, Hammock Hub. Oh, yes. That's uh, one of the good ones. Yes. And, uh, and um, Food Hub. Food Hub. Oh, mm. that's a great one. They're the only three hubs on the internet. All right. Now, hit us up on social media if you'd like. The um, Run Home has all the social medias that really? you need. Yeah, they've got uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Oh, it's, wow. It's at Joel Fletch S-E-N-D, and uh, on YouTube as well, at S-E-N League. Now, I'll introduce another man here, Gibbo. How are you? G'day, boys. Yeah, good, thank you. G'day, listener. Now, why do you guys do listener? Why do you not do the S? I noticed that well, yesterday. because... Ratings aren't going that well? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Uh, I think it's just to make it to an individual so they feel special. Oh, I love oh, that. Yeah, so we're nice. lifting up the curtain here. I wasn't a fan of it, but seeing that Fletch or Brooksy is in here who were doing it, I yeah. thought, oh, may as well run with it, but... I'm a, a more of a listener's man myself. Now, Brooksy's about to get on his flight, I think. I wonder whether yeah. he's listening. He's about to get to Bali with his girlfriend and her three friends. Wow. Yeah. Bali. I picked him more as a Fiji-type bogan. Uh, no, he's definitely a Bali bogan. Wow. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty pumped. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't go away with my girlfriend and three friends. But, you know, 
Brooksy's a different type of bloke. Well, your wife wouldn't let you go away with your girlfriend <laughs> oh, and three no, friends she either. She's a, she's a stick in the mud. Hey, Gibbo, if they Yo. want to email in, because we yep. might be doing a bit of emailing later, there is an email address now, isn't it? Yeah, so Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au. Now, yesterday's mailbox was hilarious. Uh, there was quite a few emails coming in, so hopefully today we can do one better, and I'm not sure what they can... Well, we'll come up with something. Yeah. There was a lot of mail flooding in, mm. Barney. Um, oh, I listened. <laughs> Did you listen yesterday? Yeah, I always listen. Oh, mate. mate. I'm a big supporter. Jeez, you're good. Uh, now, we have a massive show this afternoon. We're going to be talking to the P-Man oh. uh, from the code sport writer, Adam Peacock. He's live on the ground in Qatar. This is exciting stuff. Um, he's going to be, let us know about the vibe there. The vibe? Uh, he's going to let us know how his bank account's going. Um, he's going to let us know how much Socceroos are going to beat France by. Yep. All those important questions there. Made a very special guest. Oh. An old friend of ours, an old sparring partner, former Australian kangaroo, Nathan Hindmarsh. How did we get Nathan Hindmarsh? <laughs> um, I basically guilted him into it. Um, <laughs> and this time of year, Hindy does nothing. He's completely bored. He sits up on his property. Um, he basically aerates his lawn, chases mm. his donkeys around. If you don't follow Nathan Hindmarsh on social media... You need to. It'd be, he's at Heine 11. At Heine 11, and <clears throat> Summer Heine is the best Heine. He grows a beard out. Uh, he looks He looks like Tom Hanks in Castaway at the start of Castaway. You know, before yeah. they jumped ahead about a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And he got lean. If, if, if Tom Hanks, <laughs> like, at the end of Act 1, found, like, you know, just a massive uh, yard of yes, pigs yeah. that were ready to be yeah. slaughtered. And so basically what you get to view over summer is Heine just leading around goats and pigs. I think he's got some Scottish cattle. He's got it's yep. quite the menagerie up there. So we'll be chatting to Heine a little bit later. He's on as our rugby league expert, Barney. Wow. Yeah. The rest of them in England, are <laughs> they? Yeah, they all, nobody else answered our calls. He's going to be dissecting that rugby league World Cup final that's coming up, mm. Australia versus, versus Samoa. Um, and he, he'll be telling us how Australia can get it done. That's exciting. He's uh, Well, if anyone knows, it'll be Hindy. Well, he won it in 2000. He did. And if you talk to him about it, he was the leader. Mm. The spiritual no, no, he leader. won it. He did. He was the leader of the engine room, which is apparently where they got it done. Uh, now, the other special guest that we're, we're hoping to get, because we're trying to track it down, is Emma Lawrence. Oh, this is a real reunion show for us, isn't it? It is. Now, Elor, overnight, there's news that's come out that she has had... 20 grand worth of equipment. Her equipment is what the headline sort of says, yeah. stolen. Um, says here, Channel 9 star Emma Lawrence robbed of 20K camera gear at the Rugby League World Cup. Um, if you read a little deeper, the headline is misleading, which is unlike news um, articles. Websites, but yeah, yeah, but this one actually is. Emma Lawrence and her cameraman woke on Thursday to find their car it was the car, had mm. been broken into and equipment had been taken. Channel 9 star Emma Lawrence and her cameraman have had gear worth 20 grand stolen from them at the Rugby League World Cup in England. How much of that do you reckon was Emma's and how much do you reckon was the cameraman's? Well... The unnamed cameraman at this point. One, Elor, classic Elor, taking all the headlines. Oh, of course. Well, he gets named here. Lawrence and her cameraman, Cade Thompson, woke on Thursday to find their car had been broken into and equipment had been taken. Police are now investigating and nine have replaced the equipment. So I have been in touch with Elor mm. and she has said she will... Give us the full rundown, the full police report Oh, a little bit later exciting. on. Now, having known Elor as long as I have, there's only yep. two explanations for this. One is she's left the car open yep, um, and somebody's just walked in and just taken the equipment. Or two, it's an inside job. Yeah. I Look, I'm leaning towards inside job. 
Um, because you and I, I mean, Emma Lawrence, beloved. Absolutely beloved. Absolutely beloved. But dodgy. Oh, yeah. You forget that E-Law <laughs> grew up in southwest Sydney. Um, she grew up in the hard scrabble streets. And uh, she was, would you say she was a scrapper? Absolutely. And I, I reckon she's seen a bit of an opportunity here. Knowing Em, she's having a good time over in England. Mm. And maybe she needs 20 grand. 20 grand is, isn't much for camera gear. No. One of these cameras these days, they're going for upwards of 45 grand. Yeah. Which is what makes me think maybe she's just flogged it off to some sort of pawn shop. Yeah, that's what she got at the pawn shop, I'd imagine. Got the 20 grand and um, and then she's, I don't know, is it an insurance job then? She's put the... yeah. It, it's this it reeks of classic insurance. Maybe it's maybe it's twenty. Yeah, so twenty grand. She's getting that from the pawn shop, and then claiming the claiming the insurance and getting the twenty grand as well. And she's double dipping, mate. You know, good luck to her because we all steal from work, don't we? <laughs> well, we all steal. Well, okay. at, you do, Gibbo. You're very quiet over there. You do steal. Yeah, we just, all do. Well, he's just done plugging the computer town. <laughs> yeah, there, no. Um, you mean right out of the till or? No, not, no I don't mean literally. Oh. Have you stolen from the till of a joint you were working oh, at? Oh, mate. No, no, not from the till. It was a, but I didn't, no, didn't do that. I didn't really steal much from work. I used to work at a surf shop. So anything that the customers would get for free. So like wax or little fin keys, any sort of accessories. I wouldn't say I stole them. I would say they went missing. They're, they're benefits. Yeah, right. Well, exactly right. I mean, everyone's been in the stationary cupboard. And, they have. What know. about here at SEN, Gibbo? What's, what have you taken, mate? Uh, yeah. A wage. Okay. A wage. Yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing real. Oh, the old pair of headphones here and there. Yeah, you know, right. Okay. Sand houses, they're pretty good. They're pretty good quality. They are very... Barney, you, surely you've pinched some stuff from work. I'm just trying to think. I, I liberated, I believe, my kids have two very good Nerf guns that may or may not have featured in a sketch we did at Fox. Right. I wonder uh, where they went. Yeah. They were like 200 bucks a pop, those oh, Nerf guns. mate, who knows? I had to get them in from overseas. <laughs> they don't sell them in yeah, Australia. Yeah, right. So you two. imported those? Yeah, yeah. I do. I, that took me a whole day to find them. I don't remember them ending up in the show, though. Did they make the last cut? No, they did. Remember, we were there. It was the, I think it was a, an episode where we had the journos on, and it was about taking pot shots. Oh, and we were shooting at the journos. God, yes. that was a good episode. That was Buzz and Kenty, and we were it shooting was. at them. Oh, God, that was a highlight. Um, it does remind me, though, of one time when yeah. our producer, he reverse, I'm going to oh. say reverse engineered, Hey, he worked out a way. He needed a Dyson stick. Yes, because he he was sick of using the we well, had pan little, and broom. He had little kids. That's and right. You know when you feed little kids in the morning and they at lunch or you know well you feed them multiple times a day. Let's be honest, but um, it it's a mess that you have to clean up. And he was sick of yeah dustpanning and brooming. And had decided he did fallen in love with the Dyson stick vacuum, hadn't he? <laughs> he had. So he decided he wanted us to write a skit that mm. somehow involved vacuum cleaners. And so it went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And we were trying to wedge this vacuum cleaner into our show, basically so our producer could go <laughs> and get a Dyson stick. And then lo and behold, a miracle, mm. Jesse Bromwich and Kevin Proctor. Yes. Get caught doing what they did. And so we then did, it was a, what was it called? It was an NRL store yeah. and uh, it was, we were selling the Dyson Bromwich <laughs> and I have never seen a man so excited to pitch an idea as Craig O. Well, as that person. Oh, mate, we weren't <laughs> going to say his name. We didn't say his name. I don't know his name. Um, he was just a guy who worked there, but he pitched an idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then lo and behold, um, 
new new Dyson stick. Yeah, and that was one of, in in fairness, one of the uh, best NRL stores we did. That was one of the uh, most great. popular. I'm sure it's on YouTube if you can look it up. Now I reckon that's a bit of a uh, a bit of a phoner there, Gibbo. Is that what you call it in the biz? Yeah, phoners. Yeah, text in or oh, texters. Do it now. Remember, it's the Lawn Hub uh, phone lines one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Um, Colin, if what's the best thing you've stolen from work, or the most amazing thing, or how have you stolen from work, or let's anything you've stolen from work? If it's sports memorabilia, that's even better. Um, if you can uh, text in as well, zero four five seven. Seven three six seven three six. People are already getting involved here, uh, Professor. Um, I uh, found what just here. Where is it? Someone uh, here. We go. Arv, Arvo fill in homers. Uh, I hope Elor sues both your butts heaps for defaming her like that. You b turds enjoying Arvo bevies. He'll storm Hillary. Well, I, can you get f- f- like sue for defamation if it if it's fact? I mean, nah. no. So we're sweet. I would have thought so. No, nah, she's fine. Uh, that's all good. I um, I there was at Fox Sports. I uh, there was a couple of bits of memorabilia I got. I yeah, once got get? a a brand. <laughs> I once got a an authentic Australian cricket training jumper, mm. and that only the players get given. And somehow it ended up in and around the offices. Yes. And I was cold one day at work. And then I popped it on, and it just happened to go home with me. It's amazing. It's what well, I think you've seen it. There's those green ones. Um, with the hoodie, and there's the yes. fluoro on the inside. Oh, I've seen it. It was in every Zoom call we had for about six oh, months. Oh, it's the best jumper. And I, funnily enough, I live uh, right near a uh, Alyssa Healy and Mitchell Stark. Mm. And um, there was one day I was out in the front lawn. Well, it was during COVID, and I was doing exercise. You know me, Gibbo. Can't help but do a few press yeah. ups. And I just heard, uh, where'd you steal that from? Look up, and it's two Australian cricketers that have realised. I've got light fingers. Yeah, poser, stolen valor, yeah, as it were, pretty much. And uh, uh, that, yeah, that's that's a good steal that one because you use borrow. That all the time. You know I what? Can I can return it. You know what? I realised I um got at another office we were working at that has all that sporting branding, the hats and that sort of stuff. They they are a, I don't know what their relationship is with the forty seven, um forty seven brand. Oh the right, the make all the hats. Yeah. Yes. I managed to lift um, – they had proper – you know, in the BBL, there's the gold cap for the highest run score. You've got and a proper – I've got two of them. <laughs> and my cricket team now, <laughs> when we play on the weekend, the highest run scorer and the highest uh, the authentic, uh, wicket taker, Matt, the oh, authentic mate. ones get to uh, – get to. I'm only disappointed because we had in that office we had at Fox for a while, we had one of the proper bat foot bats – now we that, did. I don't know where that went. Either do I. That got nicked from us, I believe. Well, that used to happen as well because we get a lot of stuff in for skits and you would uh, – I, I remember we had then a, a um, Segway. Remember mm. we bought a Segway? That was the best. Uh, and it was uh, – we used to Segway around the office and uh, it just went missing one day, Gibbo. It, it was... sounds like Wonderland working at Fox Sports. Not only do you get to work with your heroes, the best footy players around, you get to ride on Segways, you get to – Steal things, but I had it was a, probably about three or four months where I did not take one single step. I just mm. segued everywhere, wow. and I I would segue into the elevator to go down, in to get a coffee, and but I, someone took the segue. I don't know where it went, Barney. You know, I reckon there was a production assistant there who used to. I used to just regularly. You just see him zoom past. The That's door. right. Oh yes, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yes. yes once again, we can't name names. It's ended but, up with him for sure. I Oh, man. Sounds like, you know, when those tech companies just get heaps of money and all of a sudden there's ping pong tables everywhere, there's sleeping pods. Yeah. We had some sleeping pods. We had some, yeah. Um, 
and we did was it oh there was some there was a ping pong table for a while that Fox got every NRL player to sign. Do you remember that? Yes. In an off season. So every so the clubs would send through the top ten players and we would interview them. And for the and for the the promo thing. The yeah, the promos the and, and they got this amazing ping pong table and every single player got to sign this ping pong table and it got auctioned off, I think, for charity. It was a mo- like so. you're talking. It was back when Cameron Smith came through and signed it, and Jeez. Munster, and you had basically, I would say, the top 160 NRL players in the comp from 2018. Would that have been 2018? And the yeah. best thing was they get these players to come through and they would pay, play ping pong against each other. Yeah, and some of them were unbelievable, and we would take them on because I fancied myself as oh, a bit course. of a ponger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just settled in down there, and they'd come through and go, "Are you interviewing us, Professor?" And I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, no cameras. Let's just do this." <laughs> and I would take them on and. So the two best ping pong players, Tommy Turbo was unbelievable. Yeah. He reach and just finesse and uh, just would glide at the back of the, is it the baseline in ping pong? I don't yeah. even know. Unbelievable. And the other one, which you won't guess, was Josh Papalihi. He was, wow. He was light on his toes. He was magic to watch. People gathered round really? to watch Josh Papalihi. When the Raiders came through, it was amazing. What about on the other side of that? Who did you think, like maybe he's a, one of the better rugby league players going around, wasn't so shabby on the ping pong table? Who oh. who wasn't good? I'm trying to think. They're all pretty good. Go on. You, you've got yeah, names. Um, Teddy wasn't that good. Really? Yeah. You I said don't... you'd fight him. I did. <laughs> I said I'd fight Teddy. Um, who else was there? Cameron Munster was very good. He was a lefty, Southpaw. That's always hard, too, when you, you know, you, all of a sudden everything's coming from the wrong angle. It's spinning the other way. It's no good. Mate, it was close to the best three months of my life at Fox Sports, was <laughs> setting up at this ping pong table. I'm pretty, we probably did film a bit of it. Um, and I just versed all, I don't think it ever went to air, but I just versed basically the whole NRL in ping pong. It was. Oh, God. Glory days. Absolutely. Hey, uh, the, we're getting a few texts through on the what have you stolen from work. G'day, boys. Uh, this is from Bakes. I'm actually good mates with said Dyson thief, and he still dines out on that story. Thankfully, we kept him anonymous, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we did. Barney. That was well I mean, played. if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sure we cut that out. Oh, God. Um, and this one uh, from the reptile. G'day, shaggers. I never stole anything from work, but uh, can we hear from Brooksy and see – what he what he has stolen? I'm still waiting for my phone charger. Oh, so uh, Brooksy apparently owes the reptile a prize. Well, he? there was a running gag for a while that the prizes weren't going out, and then so we're not. We probably can't confirm it, but the general consensus from the listening public is that maybe Brooksy has got about 15 Australian hoses at his place, 43 Monday A grade hats, and yeah, about. I think it was last count, 227 Signet Power Bank. So he is stocked up. <laughs> Mate, I guarantee you, this trip to Bali with the girlfriend, that's a front. He well, he's is over there. He's, he's got he's a market them. <laughs> yes. Between DVD stalls, mm. he has mm. got a Signet Power Bank store. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and some A-grade hats. Yeah, he's, he's selling, selling all, all of them. He's just throwing it all out. Oh, that, that would be Brooksy too. Mate, what'd you buy in Bali as a souvenir? I got this hose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brooksy gave it to me. Uh... Prof and Barney, yeah. what a combo. Prof, I think I played Division Three, uh, MWBA, Mawapa. Yeah. You still bricking those corner threes, Godfrey from Terry Mate. Hills. Well, that's a lie. I never played Div 3. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't go down to that standard, Gibbo. Um, 
And yes, I am still bricking those corner threes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so we are taking your calls, one three hundred zero one. 1170, text in 0457 736 736. We are asking what was or is the best thing that you have stolen from work. We'll take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Not this afternoon, folks. It is the Professor and Barney in the hot seats. We are asking you, what have you stolen from work? Uh, give us a call on the Lawn Hub line, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, or text us on zero four five seven seven three six. Barney. Jace has, mate. He said, afternoon, lads, walked down Poppy's Lane in Cooter and saw a sign saying, Brooksy's run home, prizes that never got sent, shop opening soon. Uh, very soon. I think the grand opening's tomorrow uh, if uh, Brooksy's flight information's been to be believed. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that interesting that, like, it's just a long con if you think about it. Mm. He's been telling me about this girlfriend for, like, five months. He kept using partner. And one day he said to me, my business partner. And I oh, thought, oh, mate, <laughs> there you go. This is the Signet Power Bank. He's going to make an absolute. It's funny because we were talking about it started with Emma Lawrence stealing from Channel 9, mm. allegedly, and it's now turned into probably the greatest ever work thief the world has ever seen, Nathan Brooks, who's just taken this joint for, oh, my God. How much is a power bank worth? Oh, at least fifty nine ninety five. Sixty 60 times yeah. it by 1,000. Well, that's what they—that's what you can get them for, but they're worth way more than that, Professor. Oh, they're worth so much mate. if you're in a pinch. Well, you can imagine in Barley. Yeah, well, but you know, you got to take the batteries out. Like, yeah. you know, if you've got any... Oh, that mate, it's going to be a time. nightmare getting him through, <laughs> yeah, that through take the airport. <laughs> mate, but if anybody's diligent enough to do it, it's bloody Brooksy. Now, mm. Mark, you've uh, you've got a story about stealing from work? Mate, it was a long time ago down at Garden Island, the naval base in Sydney, and um, this guy, he was... He, every day he'd go home and he'd take this wheelbarrow across the gangway and the naval police would search this wheelbarrow and there was just all crap in there. It was just junk. But this overzealous uh, naval policeman, he'd search everything in this wheelbarrow and he'd get off my gangway and let him go through. This went on for a couple of weeks and then we worked out down at Garden Island we had no bloody wheelbarrows left. <laughs> Oh, mate, that's, that, great. that's very good. Oh, mate. That's, how is Upper Went West Pennant Hills, Mark? I uh, I haven't been there since the North Connects opened, mate. <laughs> it's very sunny today, uh, a little bit breezy. Uh, it's it's much nicer up uh, at Upper West Pennant Hills. Uh, hey, Mike, down let... in the valley, it's... Uh, hey, Mike, let me ask you, Are you in? do you want to buy a house from Warunga? Because I'm, I'm selling my house tomorrow. It's not far, it's 10 minutes if you want to go down. I'll, yeah, cu- I'll, I'll, cu- I'll cut you a deal. Just tell them the prof yeah. sent you. <laughs> Ten million, mate. Oh, mate. Ten, yeah, you are the worst the real estate agent. Oh, I don't ever. know how it works. All right, thank you, Mike. We are asking if what have you stolen from work? Uh, on the other side of this break, we are going to be talking all things Australian ODI cricket versus the English. If you've got any thoughts, please call in one three hundred zero one eleven seventy on the Lawn Hub line or text us zero four. Five seven seven three six seven three six. Here's April with the news. Stark over the wicket, bowls to him, bowled him, shagged back in, cut him in half, and sawed off Roy. Here is Amber bowling to Butler, up over the top towards extra cover, and it carries to Ashton Agar. Zampa gets the England captain. Cummins bowls round the wicket. Milan goes up and over the top of Lamont towards the old scoreboard and lands in the crowd. Agar to Milan on 99. He drives down the ground and brings up 
His second one-day international hundred. With Warner on strike, Willie Bowles to oh. him. He lifts him up down the fine leg. Glorious stroke for six. As Ward is in and bowling to Warner, who pulls compellingly down through backwards square for four. Dawson around the wicket. Smith advances and clubs him down over long on for four. Smith does go up and over the top of mid-wicket. He finishes it with a six. Australia do it easy. They win by six wickets with 20 balls to spare. And Stephen Smith, 80 not out at the end. Yes, the Aussies win again <laughs> against the English. Let's forget about the T20 World Cup. No one cares about that now. It's nah. all about the ODIs. We took them on in Adelaide yesterday, Barney, and we put them to the sword. Why Didn't we, Why? Um Lot to take away from it. Uh, Pat Cummins, he uh, he won the toss as the new captain. Mate, that's what you got. It's a good start. <laughs> you got to do that straight away. He took three for 62. Adam Zampa, three for 55. Uh, Darwood Milan, he scored the bulk of their runs with 134. Not bad for Darwood, who, let's face it, was probably still pissed from winning the World Cup. Well, I think this was the problem uh, for England. Is mm. I mean, they had a lot of their blokes out, um, obviously still uh, still on the cans. Um, or, you know, recently off the cans. Um, they, they did seem a little hungover, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. The, the way they played, they... Well, I you're talking about Sam Curran coming on as, as a substitute fielder. Yeah. didn't look happy to be there. No, well, he was facing the crowd for a bit of it, and they had to ask him to turn around, yeah. didn't really know what was going on. Well, apparently he was out the back. You know the Adelaide Oval, the hospitality yeah. area out the back. Was they he, had to go he, find him. Yeah, right. He was Get still him going. Go out. Makes sense. Uh, mm. Mate. The crowd was a bit average down in Adelaide. Yeah, this is the problem. This is everyone saying, oh, you know, what is it? Is it because it's not on free-to-air anymore? The, the, the one day is people don't know they're on, they're not interested. Is it because the T20's taken over? It's, the problem is, is you've, you've held it in Adelaide yes. on a Thursday night. Yeah. Now, you and I both know how good a city Adelaide is. It's a cultural hub. Particularly on a Thursday night, there's oh, so much to do. Yep. Thir- do you... Thursday's their Saturday down there. It People is. always say that. I mean, first off, late night shopping, and I don't know if you know this, but you know the office works at Trinity Gardens. Yeah. They had a 24-hour sale. So that's on the gonna, same it, night? The same Why night. It's put it poor, on planning. There? poor planning. Poor <laughs> um, planning. You know, and then you've got, what are, you, what are your other great things you want to do in a city? Escape rooms. Adelaide's got nine escape rooms within a, like a five-kilometre radius. Is Thursday night a big escape room night in massive, Adelaide? Massive. If you're getting the group together for like Thursday night drinks, like yeah, work, work party, whatever, you're coming into that, you know, we're obviously going into Christmas party season, a great escape room. I mean, we all know the escape rooms there. We've all been to Escape Hunt Adelaide. The Riddle Room. How good's the Riddle Room? I mean, Adventure Rooms Adelaide, but my favourite is Escapeplex Adelaide. You've um, obviously Googled No, 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 I've been Adelaide there, mate. Today, I've done all of them. And you've come and up with you a know, list of Escapeplex, things. if you finish their most complicated one, what you actually escape, you win a flight out of Adelaide. You escape Adelaide oh, altogether. Great. I love so, that. And just a reminder, last time you gave it Adelaide, because you have a real problem with Adelaide. No, I don't. Yeah, you did. And we said, oh, we don't go into Adelaide, do we? And very quickly, we got a, quite a few text messages from people listening to us on the app from Adelaide. So just like Mate, during if they've this found segment, time, just... if they've found time to listen to us while there's all these other things on, I mean, you know, you know what else is popular at the moment? Yeah, paint what? and sip. You love a paint and sip. I don't like you? a cork and chroma. A cork and chroma. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, this last night yeah. at um, <clears throat> at Studio Vino yeah. in Adelaide, Kane Corns was posing. You're joking. He was doing low. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. This depends how many you had. Um, <laughs> I think he wears a modesty sock. So they put the cricket on the same night that Kane Corns is posing nude for Cork and Chroma. Yeah. Yep. Who is doing the scheduling? I don't know. 
I mean, Trevor Chapel, his yeah. book club meets on a Thursday night. Oh, what are they doing at the moment? Uh, at the moment, they're doing Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Yeah, right. um, yeah they've just finished um, How to Hypnotise Chooks and Other Great Yarns. Um, Is that a good one? That's Maxie Walker. That's, mate, they're all good when they're Maxie Walker. Now, let's. Uh, Guy, Guy Sebastian, up? Yeah, Guy Guy Sebastian does a true crime walking tour. Is that, um, does that mostly walk past places, the prison where they just locked up his manager? Or? No, it's mostly just places where his manager stole from him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's bitter at the moment, guy. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, um, Leighton Hewitt. He he was just he'd headed up a working bee at the uh, at the Memorial Drive Tennis Club on they, the same night. On the same night, you know, just fixing up that. Like, well, you're going into peak tennis season. You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's almost accounted for that twenty five thousand missing. If all that stuff is going on, yeah. I, I mean, you got why. central markets. Hilltop Hoods were doing a wine and cheese appreciation night there. Classic uh, Hilltop Hood. A lot of people don't know they they are really good at pairing a uh, a soft cheese with a dessert. Is that right? That's <laughs> their real passion. You, what is your problem with Adelaide, mate? You got to tell oh, me, mate. There's too many things on. That's my problem. You were telling me what's the the top ten things to do in Adelaide. Top ten things. Yeah, this is on the South Australian Tourism website. I had a look. I thought, you know, maybe I've missed a few things because these are just my favourite things to do in Adelaide. Office works, obviously, being number one. <laughs> Oh, ever since Paul's warehouse shut down. Now, that was a tough day for Adelaide. Um, but uh, top 10 things to do in Adelaide. Number three yeah. is day trips out of Adelaide. <laughs> so even Adelaide's like, you know what? The third best thing to do is to leave Adelaide. So anyway, text in. Yeah, if you're listening to the app <laughs> in Adelaide and you just want to give it to Barney for his problem, did something happen to you? That Yes, Gibbo? So, okay, we didn't get a great crowd in Adelaide. The series moves to the SCG tomorrow, which mm. you can hear on SCN, of course. Uh, is there anything happening at Officeworks in North Ride tomorrow? No. You know. Because Sydney knows how to plan. There's nothing on tomorrow afternoon. Absolutely nothing on a Saturday nothing afternoon. On. No, the, obviously we've got kids cricket in the morning. Yep. So the real fans will go watch the under-12s, under-14s or whatever, and uh, the local thing, and then make your way along to the SCG tomorrow afternoon, and we should fill the joint. Speaking of your under-12s cricket, how's your cricket team going that you coach, Barney? Mate, I well, I don't coach them. I am the I actually stood in as coach last week oh. and the week before because their regular coach is uh, is away. That you know Caretaker what? Caretaker coach. Caretaker coach. <laughs> yeah. uh, good square leg too. I was. You should have seen. They've got a left hand open hand, uh, left hand right hand opening combination. Nice. And this is how we had a regular like a proper umpire last week doing the uh, doing the like the bowlers end. And right. so I was square leg for the first innings, and uh, yeah, I was even running between the. Doing, doing the runs when they changed the strike over. Oh, well, you're based on left-hand right. Mate, that is very good. Now, are you a cheat like your dad was when he used to umpire you? Mate, you will. I <laughs> do you know this you, story, Gibbo? You no, I do not. Do not. Can I tell this story? Uh, you can tell this story. So you one can, day we Mate, we, we, just uh, so you know, story, just so mate. you know, yes. my dad's a litigious man and takes his integrity very <laughs> hey, seriously. Hey, I have the proof and it's a cricket ball. So we were, we were doing our cricket show and we we're bringing trophies in for cricket things you'd won and Barney brought in a hat trick ball. Mm. He was pumped. Trophy. It was mounted. Yeah. Um, the whole thing. No, he's signed no, it. He's got the figures written on the side. You want the story? Mate, I didn't get the figures. It's, it's, it's pre- if you ever Nobody get a hat presented. trick, mate, they get presented okay. to you at the end of the season. Guess who was umpiring when he got his hat trick? Well, I'm going to say your old man. Yes. And guess how many of the wickets were LBW? Just oh, the one. No. All three. Just really? the one. All three were no, LBWs. Just the one. 
It was just that there was a court behind <laughs> and uh, and an LBW and a bold. Were you opening bowler, opening batsman, did a bit of keeping captain as well? or uh, Didn't keep. Didn't keep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now, we are taking your calls this afternoon. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy on the Lawn Hub call line or text to 0457736. We'll take another break. We'll be back with more. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Well, it's actually the Professor and Barney for your Friday. We are asking you to call in on the Lawn Hub hotline one three hundred zero one eleven seventy or text us zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What have you stolen from work? We're yes, a few doozies here, Barney. What They're you coming got? in. I've got Ash from Nooses says a work colleague uh, took the owner's daughter home once. He quickly became a former work colleague. Is that um, the topic we're doing? Or? Yeah, got a new job apparently. Oh, um, very good. Uh, this one from Widgie. Widgie says, I had a mate. He stole a bobcat off the local council, hid it in his shed for a few months. Uh, now he contracts to the council and they hire him and his bobcat to do jobs. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that's not bad. Clever. Not bad. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, here we go. I got one or out of three centenary rugby league country team of the century jumpers. Uh, the glasses at the table from the function and the seat covers. Very good. That's a good evening's work. And then we've got one here that might be from someone uh, we used to work with. Yeah. It just says jumper from the promo cover. I know what that means. <laughs> so at Fox, there was a cupboard that every season Gibbo would be filled with the new jerseys of the teams that were coming mm. through. and um, Which was handy for us. Because we would shoot a lot of skits throughout the year. We'd need a Raiders jersey. We'd go and we'd get the new jersey. It would work. But within about a month, they'd would just disappear mm. and then they would just end up who knows where. The, the worst was when uh, everyone went home, worked from home for a bit uh, for COVID and then when we were back in the office, we needed one Sunday to shoot something and we went round and it was pretty much empty. Yeah. Did you say Brooksy used to work at Fox Sports as well? Oh, um, yeah, he did. I Is mean, that, do you think he's doing signet power banks? Well, do you think the market in Bali for NRL jerseys will be ballistic? Hey, I think it so. Will be. That's that's well. That's where all the uh, that's where all the players go. Oh, exactly right. <laughs> they need a jersey. Yeah. Need a jersey. Uh, hey, we're organising a game of touch on the beach, guys. <laughs> where you where your colours? Brooks, he's got them. <laughs> Mate, I would not be surprised. Uh, my favourite. Can I do my favourite rugby league related stealing from work story? Yes, please. Um, the it's from a few years back. Uh, well, a couple of years back. Bulldogs have rib, Bulldogs have ripped up Lock and Lewis's contract after it was alleged the half back stole club property. Um, Lewis was stood down from the final two games of the season after he allegedly attempted to steal a speaker given to the Bulldogs by the NRL and then sell it on eBay. Oh, I Do you remember, remember that, that one? That was one of the great uh, silly moves by a player. That's not not the greatest criminal, mind. No. At work there. No. Um, and I think it was branded Bulldogs. Mm. Um, it, you know, property of... Shouldn't have signed it in, in hindsight. No, you <laughs> shouldn't have. It would have been a nice one to pick up, though, I reckon. Like, just in a memorabilia standard view, because, look, Wally Lewis's nephew, Lockie Lewis, that's probably his last yeah. game in the NRL of all time, and that that's his last act. And that's the one that played all the songs that the Bulldogs would have been listening to. So, you know, you think what sort of... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because, I mean, if you get the Penrith one, that's just going to play that garbage Jerome Luai's always carrying. Yeah. You mean, good luck getting it off his shoulder, for starters. But you also know the Bulldogs one, Sweet Caroline. Yes. On loop. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That is one worth getting. You know what he does now, old Lockie Lewis? What does he do? He is a personal trainer. He writes wellness e-books. Which e-books? What is an e-book? Is that just right? It's a blog. 
essentially. Right. Yeah. So you can do Lockie Lewis's ebook. Um, yep. He's also a photographer oh. on Instagram. Get a, a photographer on Instagram. Because most people a, on Instagram don't use cameras. No, they don't? No, no. yeah, it's all photos and video. Yeah, so, right. So, so you're saying we're all photographers yeah. on Instagram, but maybe he's making money from it. And he's also a judo instructor. Oh, really? No. All right, uh, we're going to take another <laughs> quick break. We'll be back real soon. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Not this afternoon, it's your Friday feelings. It's the Prof and the Barn. We are asking you, what have you stolen from work? Call us on the Lawn Hub line, 1300 01 1170, or text us 0457 736 736. This is uh, in light of we think that Emma Lawrence might have sticky fingers with mm. the Channel 9 equipment that's been stolen. We're going to talk to her a little later in the show to find out what happened with the thievery out of the car. We're going to interrogate her. We later. are, pretty much. Uh, she is the prime suspect at mm. the moment. Now, the texts have been flooding in here, Barney. Yes, i got one from the Hawk here, Professor. Yeah. Uh, it says, afternoon, guys. I worked in a nightclub, and as a promotion, we had Sega Mega Drives with the game Lethal Weapon. We had to hand out two Mega Drives per night. Let's just say only one got handed out, and all my nieces and nephews received Mega Drives for Christmas. That's very good. That's how you make yourself, Uncle Hawk, the favourite uncle. <laughs> well, how long ago was the Sega Mega Drive? What's this story? Sega Mega Drive. 25 Yeah, years Sega old? Mega Drive, you're talking, I'd, I'd imagine, well, Master System 2 was late, <laughs> was go. early 90s. So yeah. you're talking Mega Drive's probably your 95, 96 era. Jeez, um, you know what? That means the hawk, like we would have been right in that hitting age to be a niece or nephew for the hawk. Oh, that would How good would great. that have been? That would have been. Um, mate, the Mega Drive and uh, Lethal Weapon too. So, What year was Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon. I, do, I mean, I don't know. That would, that would have been 90s, wouldn't it? You're the movie buff. Have you seen Lethal Weapon, Gibbo? I haven't actually seen Lethal Weapon. I think I'm, I think I might have seen it as a, after the cricket one night. You know when those movies come on real late, but you're half asleep. It was, I think it was a bit of a different generation, unfortunately. I've seen Lethal. the other guys. The, you've seen oh, the other guys. pretty much <laughs> the same mate, thing, mate. the yeah. same thing? The other guys is, I mean, that's, that's not a patch on Lethal Weapon. We're talking uh, Mel Gibson, uh, Danny Glover. And, you know, Danny, did you know Danny Glover too? This is what I had one of those gut check moments where you realise when Danny Glover was saying uh, his famous line from the Lethal Weapon movies is, uh, I'm too old for this shit. Oh, mm. yes. And I believe he was 42. <laughs> no, <laughs> when he was Are yeah, you I, yes. Oh man, we're forty-two, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the uh, God that breaks. Can I tell you a quick story that happened with my daughter today? Please do. I I've been looking after my daughter. She's not well. She's in daycare, so she brings home everything. Mm. Um, every flu. Talk about every, stealing stuff from work. Oh my God, she's stealing germs. If you've got a two-year-old, you know what I'm talking about. Anything, leprosy, black plague. They bring it home, and the whole house gets it so well i've had a bit, bit of something this week and she's been ill this you know today but we're sitting at home and there's a book that we go through and it's called it's uh it's an encyclopedia of endangered animals she likes pointing at the animals and she says tortoise she's, you know how to really just brighten brighten a young kid's <laughs> childhood don't you i'm hothousing Look, a man just I listen am, um what you need to do is enjoy these animals now because they're not going to be with us for. They won't be around when you're a bit older. Uh, so we're flicking through. She's pretty good. She sees a lion. She goes rawr. She mm-hmm. sees a an elephant. She goes like that. Yep. Um, but we we reach a page. Sorry, do the elephant again. 
She's pretty good, mate. Yeah. We reach a page and she goes, Dada. Oh, well, what was it? It was the proboscis monkey. Let me show you this thing. Oh. <laughs> the proboscis monkey, if you've got Google handy, have a look. It is at the, the ugliest thing. monkey you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> now, my wife thought it was the funniest thing ever. You know? I'm with her. Friggin' proboscis monkey. All right. That's the first hour done. Run home with the professor and Barney. We'll be right back. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.